you are part of my history book, as the pastor said. This is the first time I preached in English, and uh, you know, and many people like to. So I'm, I'm glad. And uh, I was nervous yesterday, but today I'm, uh, I'm myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you very much, Jesus. <laughs> You're right, Jesus. Getano. Hallelujah. Jesus. Getano. I can't hear you. Jesus. Oh, Getano. Jesus Getano. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm so glad. Ah. <laughs> uh, Today I preach about the kingdom of God. Yesterday I started uh, about the mission. Today's um, uh, topic might be the kingdom of God. Um, what I put as a title, preaching the kingdom. Can you say it? Preaching, Preaching the kingdom. The kingdom. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For me, the kingdom of God is like a finished house. It's finished. It's done. Wow. It's just like that. In Matthew chapter 16, uh, verses 19 to 21, Matthew 16, you know it. It says, <clears throat> 19, Matthew 16, 19 to 21. Uh, may I start from 17 because it began there. Jesus replies, Blessed you are, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of heads will not be overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind... On earth, it will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosened in heaven. Then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, I want to focus on the keys that Jesus has given to Peter. Um, I am here to share you my experience in the kingdom of the Lord. Our mandate is to preach the kingdom. It's finished. It's already a finished one. We simply preach it. The, this is what we are called for. God commands us to be fruitful and 
multiply. Fill the earth with the God's good news of Jesus Christ. In Matthew 16:19, it talks about the kingdom. Jesus called Peter and said to him, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Once you have received the keys of the, the kingdom, whatever you do on earth, it will be done in heaven. <laughs> That's miracle keys. When we preach the kingdom, you or we need the keys. In Isaiah 22, 22, the key of the house of David, I will lay on, you in, yeah. on your hand or on your shoulder. Yeah. Jesus holds yeah. the key of the kingdom. Uh. The main purpose of key, as you know, to open. As I told you, this might be my understanding, the kingdom is finished. We only need the key to open others to come. What are the key of the kingdom? Jesus said, I will give you. There are gifts from Jesus. There are gifts from above. There are gifts, therefore, we don't earn them. Simply, we receive they are favor of the givers. But once you get them, we are mandated to preach the kingdom, open the doors so that many shall come in. We open because there are keys of the kingdom. They are on our hands. In fact, they are not only gifts, but also they are good gifts. Once we, ha we have them, we enjoy them because they are good gifts. The Bible says in James, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, from the Father of light. Jesus expressed them as keys of the kingdom. What are... <laughs> These keys of the kingdom. As I started yesterday, I am more natural person. So I use natural stuff to uh, express myself. So yesterday I used my five fingers to express uh, lifestyle in the mission. What are they? <laughs> Number one, two, Thank you. Three, four, five. Thank you. <laughs> I like number five because many things in nature are five. <laughs> For example, our sense organs are five. We have five fingers. I have three children. The first number they know is Five. When I asked them, how old are you? When they were two or three, they said, five. <laughs> <laughs> what grade you are? They usually answered, I'm grade five, <laughs> and so on. 
We are in our house, we are five. So today, I use also five keys for the kingdom. Number one, in the kingdom, in the mission we are doing while uh, working on the kingdom, the first gift is given for us is the Holy Spirit. I put the Holy Spirit this, this finger. <laughs> Acts, 20, Acts 2, uh, 33, it says, Jesus poured the Holy Spirit. It just, he released the Holy Spirit to come. In, uh, in, uh, it's not, it might not be good English, but it's in a massive way he comes to, yeah. to hear. The Holy Spirit is the master key for the kingdom of the Lord. He is our grand gift while working or um, spreading the good news. He is our authority and power in the field. Act 1.8, as you know it, when the Holy Spirit has come, you shall receive power, it says. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit works in us as, uh, author, uh, as authority, as powerful, and it works there, or it works with the other people too. As you know, the first thing in the mission is to go. But the only time that we are told not to go is without the Holy Spirit. Even we may preach without the Holy Spirit, but will not be successful, will not be fruitful. Mission is to go. Go Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, Ethiopia, end of the world. The only time that we are told not to go is without the Holy Spirit. Because he is the author of everything. Um, in Acts 2.41, it says um, about 3,000 uh, people were added to the church after the Holy Spirit has come. The Lord added more than 5,000 men when the Holy Spirit comes. So the Holy Spirit makes us fruitful. So this is the gift. Let me illustrate this one in uh, an example. Once we sent uh, young students from university in a very difficult place uh, called Gondor. It is in the northern part of Ethiopia. It's very, very difficult, the most unreached area and very uh, difficult to go. A girl from Evasu, uh, younger, maybe 19, 20 years old, very small girl, she went for mission in, the, in that northern part of Ethiopia. They were preaching, going house to house on the street and so on. A priest came against her. She was afraid. <laughs> she knew what is to follow. The priest asked her to go with him to 
to his home together. She knows what does it mean in the natural sense. But the Holy Spirit told her, follow him. The priest asked, when they reached at home, the priest asked her to share what she has to them. She shared the good news. The whole family accepted Jesus Christ. You know, it's, it's, it happened because the Holy Spirit works in both ways. While we, he empowers us, he also condoms or um, disempowered them. <laughs> so it, the author, Holy Spirit authorizes us and proves the world that they are in the wrong side. The Holy Spirit is the authority, our power, our convictor, and uh, it wakes our enemies. That is the master gift, I would say, <laughs> in the mission. We rely in, uh, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Number two, this is number one, <laughs> Holy Spirit. Number two is peace. <laughs> I shared you yesterday about peace. Yeah. This one is a little bit different. In John 14, 27, and in Ephesians 6, 14 to 15, um, it says it just where the shoes of gospel, or it just... <laughs> At the heart of God's concept of uh, restoration and mission, we have the word shalom, which means more than simply peace, but all rightness. Having put th things right or a state of total well-being. That means right relationship. I you know, teach if, uh, as a conflict um, uh, resolution expert everywhere in the, in the country, from bottom level to high level, from, you know, district level to parliament level about conflict, conflict resolution, peace, reconciliation, and so on. When I preach, I always stand like this. <laughs> yeah, this is, I always stand like this by saying them, we have to peace with an us. We have to have peace with the creator, with the Lord, and we have to peace with our neighbors. So peace for me is the cross, yeah. just like that. So peace with an us, peace with God, peace with others. It makes the uh, the the mission or the work of the kingdom very um, tangible. The experience of ourselves, what we have in our heart, don't simply to pinpoint the guilt. Instead, show the peace in the Lord, which heals us, heal people, and heal our relationship. Shalom is healing of uh, oneself, healing of people, and uh, healing of broken relationship. It, it, ha it is everywhere. I mean, broken relationship, broken uh, marriage, and so on. Yeah. When you go with this uh, in mind, as a peace agent, uh, you know, we can open the kingdom. Um, example. 
of shalom. <laughs> this is a real example. Uh, you heard uh, or from Pastor Eric or from our friend that the blood village. A village would often choose to kill each other. A village, its expression was blood sacrifice. The witch doctors' rule have been normal even in the 21st century. Consider ways, consider ways missionaries might be treated there. According to reports from our local partners, churches, and um, evangelists, in that area, uh, uh, church planters were subject to uh, hatred, um, cruelty. They are degraded, beat them, they are isolated them, they sent them to imprisonment, they tried them to even destroy. That's a vicious circle of bloodshed. That's why the village got its name, the blood village. They sacrificed even kids for the sake of uh, witch doctors. They kill each other, therefore bloodshed there, so they got that name. In this situation, <laughs> we took a step of faith to go there. Uh, truly speaking, we were afraid to go there because the story I told you, uh, you know, is very uh, difficult to accept. We organized a team of medical personnel, prayer, wa prayer warriors, and the local evangelists. Before we go there, you know the feeling we have. We prayed. It's just to avoid our fear. We went to the blood village with peace that Jesus gave us. In the morning, it was so difficult to break the, um, the bondage there because you feel it, the um, evil spirit working there. When you heard about those kind of things, it, it is added on your fear. In the morning, it was very difficult when we reached there. But I, I, I think after 10 a.m., miracles start to happen, and the people start to be healed. In one day, in that place, 38 people have to come to the Lord. Now... <clears throat> Many churches are planted. We are about to adopt the whole community. No more killing, no more stronghold, no more governed by witch doctors. They even left their uh, power, even the place. Wow. Peace becomes the governor and well-being is their ruler. <laughs> when they see us now, they see a glimpse of hope. Peace, and they called me a peace agent. Garado is coming, peace is coming, just like that. Peace rest in Sogido area, or the blood village. In the second medical mission, we went the second time, more than 100 people have, have come to the Lord in two days. Wow. Amen. <laughs> 
Peace is the key to great evangelism. In other words, in other words key, peace is key for the kingdom. We preached in the open have principle right now. No fear. We preached from, you know, even in two days for more than 600 people. Uh, and, um, you know, things have been changed because of the overflow of peace there. Number one is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Number two peace. is peace. Number three, <laughs> people, men and women. I put that one here. The third most important key to mission success are the right people. The right people along your side. Trusted people like Barnabas. Barnabas, the name as you, you know it, the, it, uh, it means that, means son of encouragement. In the mission, you need to have people alongside, encourage you, push you, pray on you, and so on. When, when we organize uh, this mission trip, we usually connect people. When they see each other, when see uh, people alongside them, they are encouraged. This is, uh, it helps them to stay in the mission, just like Barnabas did for Paul. Mission or kingdom of God wouldn't be open without people. We need people. They give us opportunity. It's just Jesus was supported by even women. Jonah, Mary, Susanna were helping Jesus out of their own means. If Jesus needs people, Alongside him, how about us? Amen. That is key for the kingdom. In Acts 16:40, Lydia supported yeah. Silas and Paul. The support, she supported them to stay in the mission. When they came out from prison, you know, she fed them, she encouraged them, and so on, so that they would continue the mission. Partners, wife and husband, children, you know, people would support us to stay in the mission. Through the people, God expand his kingdom. Some of them act as men of peace. Some pray, some give, some send, some train, some show the way, some challenge, even some prosecute us, but that is the way. So people are key in the kingdom. Amen? Yeah. Number one is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Number two? Peace. Number three? People. people. <laughs> Number four, spiritual gifts. Miracles, wonders, and signs. Jesus was walking on water. Jesus 
he was not an adventurer. <laughs> he just walked on the water because people knew him that he could have walked or he could walk on the water. Jesus walking on the water is not the simple adventure. That was for the kingdom to open, to open people's heart. When Jesus changed the water into wine, he, 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 he didn't do that one to boast or to show his, um, you know, his uh, uh, son of God and so on. He wants to open the kingdom. So he used miracles, wonders to open the kingdom. Um, Jesus sleeping through a storm. Peter sleeping between two soldiers. This miracles, sleeping on this situation doesn't happen by itself. The power to declare healing, it doesn't happen by itself. The layman became healed to open the kingdom. Because of that layman, in Acts chapter 3, more than 4,000 people have joined the church. Many who heard the message believed. The number of men who believed grew to more than 5,000 because of these wonders and the miracles. This is not only healing or walking on the water, but other miracles like teaching, speaking with authority, um, phase of prayer, and so on. Those are some examples of keys that open the kingdom. Keys. Number one. Number two. Number three. N number four. A spiritual gift. I have one more. Can you guess what is it? Yeah. <laughs> prayer. <laughs> you usually undermine prayer. In the mission field, in the mission field, prayer is the most important key. We witness the value of prayer in Ethiopia. Truly speaking, I witnessed the importance of prayer here. And uh, I told to Eric, I will copy what I have seen, I have seen here. The prayer you, have, uh, you are doing before this kind of service is amazing. It, you know, it, 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 you know, it flows, it touches, and so on. After that kind of prayer, the worship is open. We were worshiping in open uh, heaven principle. The whole time uh, we were, while we were uh, worshiping, I was crying. <laughs> the Holy Spirit flows. It simply flows. That is the power of prayer. Praise the Lord.
success, success in the kingdom, uh, yeah, success in the kingdom work depends on the prayer of the faithful. Prayer is necessary as preaching the good news. Let me repeat it. Prayer is as necessary as preaching the good news. Prayer for the mission. Pray for the mission. Why we pray? We pray. We pray for many things. In the, as, uh, in the mission field, we pray for five reasons. As I told you, I love the num number five. Wow. So <laughs> I like five. <laughs> uh, because why we pray? Number one, um, it is a commandment. <laughs> we must pray that the word of the Lord may spread even uh, further, deeper, and wider. Jesus said, ask, you shall get. Yeah. So this is a commandment from the Lord. So we have to pray before we receive. Number two, missionary, missionaries exposed for many dangers. So that we need to pray for missionaries. Everywhere, everywhere uh, in our planet. Can be in Ethiopia, Uganda, Kenya, or Honduras, America, and so on. Missionaries are exposed for dangers, spiritual warfare, for their family. I just, I want to share you that when I go for mission, or for, uh, uh, for mission, when we go to, uh, to the field to see missionaries or to preach and so on, that is the time when the devils attack my family. Either they uh, get sick or they get, um, you know, some problem and so on. Because as he attacked them, he, he uh, knows that my heart is divided. For that reason, he attacks while we're working uh, in the mission. So missionaries need your prayer for their success, for their full, uh, fruitfulness, for their family, and uh, name it. Number three, prayer has power. It breaks the gate of hell. It opens door for the word to be preached. It allows the gospel to go powerfully in the midst of uh, opposition, prosecution, and so on. So we pray because prayer has power. We pray for each other because we know. Sometimes we don't ha have time to go there or we may not reach there. Many obstacles might be between us and their people. But with prayer, we can reach anywhere, yes. everywhere. When we stretch our hands with prayer, it's reached to Ethiopia. It's not far, so <laughs> prayer has that power. Yeah. Number four, That's for true. every circumstances, we shall pray. We should pray. For example, in Ethiopia right now, we are in the change process. We are in transition. We have got a very good committed Christians as a prime minister. I didn't think that would happen in my life. Wow. 
but with the prayer. Erika, thank you. you she, she was praying with me all the time. We got now is as committed as me, the prime minister. So he's um, part of us. He's uh, very young, 42 years old, and that much committed person. So we hope that that opens door for the kingdom because leadership, authority is very important. I know. Before six months or seven months, no one gathered when Dr. Abi go anywhere. Now, anywhere he goes, people are gathered because of his authority. Authority has that capacity so that, um, um, you know, people gather, uh, door opens, and so on. For any circumstances, we shall pray. That's the first thing. Number five, it helps declare the mystery or mystery of Christ. You know, sometimes we don't know how to reach people and we don't know what are in the hearts of people, but Holy Spirit knows. For that, we should pray. When you pray, Jesus opens. The Holy Spirit, you know, touches. Sometimes you don't believe what or what kind of people come to the kingdom. You simply see the power of prayer. So it uh, helps us declare the, the, the sacred, you know, confidential things in the heart of people. And for that reason, we shall pray. So we shall pray for at least five reasons. To sum up, to conclude my uh, uh, preaching or teaching, the, to open the kingdom of the Lord, we need keys. These keys we shall receive from the Lord. This is free gifts from the Lord. As I told you, all of them you couldn't get by yourself. They are simply uh, given us from the Lord. This is very precious, important gifts. Some of the gifts are even unthinkable. For example, receiving Holy Spirit. Uh, how, how it happens? Yeah. It comes to our heart, and he, he becomes our friend. Yeah. So that is, uh, uh, that's why I, I said this is the master key. It opens everything. Every door, whenever you go with the power of the Holy Spirit, if the Holy Spirit works through us, doors are simply open. Because he knows, he's the master key of everything. Number two is peace. We are peace agent. We are in this world which is you know, miserable. So we are, if you go as a peace agent, yeah, things are changing. The, the third gift is people. God has given us people. Yeah. If we have people, I would say we have everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, people are very, very important. I tell you, they pray for us, they send us, they empower us, they encourage us, and so on. <laughs> Number four, 
gifts of the Holy Spirit. This is a package. It's not only healing, not only some wonders, but it's a kind of package. Number five is prayer. These are very important keys to open the kingdom of God. And Jesus promised to Peter that I will give you the keys of the kingdom and you shall preach. The purpose of these keys are to preach the kingdom of the Lord. We are given the keys to preach, not to get money. It's not to get uh, authority or something like that, but to preach. Say preach. preach. <laughs> Hallelujah. We have these keys, and these keys can open. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. <laughs> God has given us keys to open the kingdom. As I told you, the kingdom is like a finished house. We shall open those houses or this house people may come in it is they are on